0: How about some jingle bells to get you in the holiday spirit? It is Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. We've <laughs> we, our show is called Rock Splittin' Politics. And last week there were rocks falling all over the place. We're going to talk about that, but we're going to also tell you this week's show. We got the second half of Daphne Barack's interview. If you listened to it last week, you'll know what an exciting show. And we got some even better parts of the interview this week. So if you didn't get the chance to listen to last week's show, go back and listen to it because this is an exciting week to have uh, Daphne back for the second half of the show because Rick Gates, her book is called. To Plea or Not to Plea is the story about Rick Gates, who's right in the middle of all the Mueller report, all of this stuff that's going on and how they're trying to trash the president. And this is an important week because it's sentencing week. This is the week that General Flynn and Rick Gates are supposed to be sentenced. What are the judges going to do? Well, listen to this week's interview with Daphne Barack and it is exciting, even more exciting than last week's interview as we dive into some very important subjects that have everything to do what went on last week in that House of Representatives Judiciary Hearing and Committee who just notoriously uh made a history lesson on what not to do if you're elected to Congress. <laughs> We're going to talk about it right now. Rock Splitting Politics. How about it? Good to have you back. Good to be back. And it's so much to talk about. You know there's no way we can squeeze it all in the 30 minutes and with Daphne Barak's interview, second half of her interview. But I have to say, first of all, her book is called To Plea or Not To Plea. And I have to say, right now there's about 30 Democrats who are in the House of Representatives where Trump won their districts, and they have to be asking the famous Shakespeare question, to be or not to be? Do they want to be a representative of their district? Do they want to be in the House of Representatives in 2021? Well, it has to be uh, a lot hinging on their vote. If, do you vote to impeach? Or not to impeach the President of the United States on something that there's no crime been committed. It was, it was pointed out time and time again. The hatred for this President is no reason to impeach him. There's so much that could be said. I just have to say what the insights I have on the process to impeach the President. And we know this week the House is going to vote for it. All eyes are looking at the House of Representatives. How our representatives are going to vote. And, uh, and this is right on the, right on the cusp of what was released in the IG report we've been waiting for for months and months. But Mr. Horowitz put out his report, which is very damning to the FBI and and we won't have time to go into the day show but we had FBI lawyers who on Carter Page when he said he helped the CIA they found out it was true he helped the CIA and in his fisa report he turned it 180 degrees and said that Carter Page was a russian agent helping the russians how blatant how disregarding for America and the principles of the Constitution and they use this Pfizer report. Again, this is the whole thing that undermines the entire Mueller report. Everything that's been done by the Democrats trying to trying to um uh, push President Trump out of office comes back to this stunning and and the press used that we last week talking about the stunning election in the UK, which is another thing we gotta look at just a second. But the whole premise to throw Trump out of office was built on lies. What what we don't know is when they started this thing. When they started because another thing of exposed exposed in the IJ report, they said Carter Page worked to get a plank out of the Republican platform in the summer in July of 2016 that was, said they would send lethal aid to the Ukraine, and that was taken out. But it wasn't Carter Page. He had nothing to do with it, but it was in the FISA report, and they found out that he had nothing to do with it, and they left it in the FISA report. The FBI, this trusted agency of the United States government that I've always respected, the American people have respected, and I still know it's a good organization, and probably the best that's ever been on the face of the earth in fighting crime. And yet, we got some hot head hating, Trump-hating people in the bureau who we don't know exact. I.G. report did not go in the beginnings of the Russian investigation. And that's what we're going to have to wait for. I tell you what, there's three, three men we need to listen to report. Maybe there are three wise men. And who are the three wise men during this Christmas season? They may well be. (laughs) Attorney General Barr and the IG, Mr. Horwitz, who reported this week, and also investigator John Durham. Barr, Horwitz, and Durham. Now, what kind of gifts are they going to bring to the American people? Well, I hope they bring truth and honesty. I mean, we know Horitz has delivered his report. Some people are disappointed because he said that he saw no political bias. All we know that is Barr disagreed with some of Horitz's report saying he and John Durham have been out of the country where Horitz had to just look at certain things within the FBI. So where does this lead us? <laughs> well, the three wise men, just like they did in the Bible where they went uh, westward, uh, where well, they came from the east going west, and, and so it looks like Barr, Horitz, and Durham are three wise men seeking truth and seeking what is important to the American voter. And, and we've got Horitz's report, Barr, uh, telling us there's more to it, and John Durham also telling us more to it. So stay tuned. I don't know if we're going to get any real news before Christmas, but early next year, hopefully, just like the three wise men, it took them a while following the star. Well, I hope they follow the truth, and they're going to deliver it to the American voters to know how to vote in 2020. And this is the my final insight before we get to an interview with Daphne is to be aware Be aware of what's going around you, the American voters. What the House Judiciary Committee did was unspeakable as far as we do not need to go into another election in our future where every president will be impeached for talking to somebody, uh, a leader of another country. We don't need that. If This is my bottom line. If the Democrats or whoever would vote for impeachment for Donald Trump after these judiciary hearings, which were a sham, and we know that. But if anybody would vote for impeachment of Donald Trump, then they have to be saying if Joe Biden gets elected in 2020, immediately he'll be impeached because we know he did much worse We have him on tape with a quid pro quo. We have him on tape. So if a Democrat is going to vote to impeach Donald Trump, they got to be saying, yes, if if Joe Biden wins in 2020, which would be a travesty, but if he did win in 2020, we need to let him be on notice that he will be impeached the first day after inauguration. If that's what the Democrats are saying, if this, If what Donald Trump has done is impeachable, then Joe Biden has done much worse when he was vice president. And it needs to be put on notice. If you vote to impeach Trump, then you're saying if if Joe Biden's elected, he'll be impeached on the second day of his presidency. That needs to be known. And the Democrats are saying it. That's how horrendous this case is. And so. Uh, without further ado, that's the impeachment insights we've got to get on the show, Daphne. And before we get her on, let me just remind you, you're listening to Doc Holiday's rock splitting politics right here on WebTalkRadio.net. That's WebTalkRadio.net. Uh, also, we got a book called Bedrock Proofs. Go to our page and look right on the front page of uh, our WebTalkRadio page and you'll see the book called bedrock truths clip on the the book uh, cover it'll take you to the link and we got books there you can buy but i really like this bedrock truth great christmas gift order it now you've been waiting for it second half of this fantastic interview with daphne Barak and her new book to plea or not to plea the story about rick gates and you remember last week, we got some insights about President Trump and his wife Melania from Daphne, uh, things you won't hear anywhere else. And, but today you're going to hear even more. You're going to hear some insights about the Billy Bush and the Access Hollywood tape and the campaign for President Trump and how close it came to being over. We know about that. We know, but we got some insights from Daphne about uh, what Trump does from going from a chaos to chaos. We also got some insights from Daphne about just uh, the Mueller report and when she concluded that they knew there was no collusion with Russia and yet it kept on going. So do not (laughs) turn this show off now. It's about to get really exciting and tell your friends and neighbors listen to this because they won't hear it anywhere else but right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. All right, second half of the interview we're going to let Daphne take it away. Go ahead, Daphne.
1: Now, last thing I want to tell you, yes. which would make you very, very angry, and I'm sure you're listeners. I'm Maria Bartiroma from Fox Business, and I started it, um, and she's so brilliant. And, uh, and uh, by the way, I love talking to you because you're so uh, interactive and, and engaging. Uh, we we and like having is, you on our show, too. We might <laughs> see each other, huh? That's right. Uh, and what uh, what she said, and I started and I told the president, several times about it, and naturally, uh, uh, you know, he suspected it, but he was very uh, upset to learn that his suspicion was right. I mean, since I am the only one who knows, uh, or one of the few who knows what's hap- what happened inside the investigation, you know, they were asking uh, uh, Gates and, and Flynn and everybody uh, every every time they met them about the Russian collusion, right? Um, yeah. Now, they knew about each other because, you know, you know how you corroborate, you say, Oh, Mike Flynn says that they asked about WikiLeaks, and Gates has to say, no, I don't remember, or whatever. So, And they're not allowed to talk to each other directly or indirectly. Now, there were many teams. Uh, so there were like a Jared Kushner team, a John junior team, and that's how whatever they didn't want to leak didn't leak because it just went to the top. But at one point, after months, they stopped asking about the Russian collusion, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they went to other other issues. Don't forget the mandate of Robert Mueller was to find out if there was interference of a foreign country in the 2016 election. Right. But he was also allowed to 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 find uh, if there was an obstruction of justice or maybe like a, a related investigation. But his first mandate was really to find if there was Russian collusion, right, in
0: the 2016. That, that, that was the mandate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they stopped asking. They went to the inauguration, Tom Barak. Was there any foreign money coming in? Many other things, right? Great. Now, yeah. I want you to guess how early they stopped asking about the Russian collusion, and that means they concluded what we found out months later when the report was made public, that they could not charge anything with Russian collusion. They stopped asking, so they, they then, then.
0: But at that time, they concluded they could not charge anybody for collusion. How you're, early do you think? Well, what you are saying, Daphne, I, I've talked to my listeners for two years, and I, I said they had to have known early. But I, I and that's why I think this whole thing—the the House Republicans, you, I mean, the House Democrats taking charge in two thousand eighteen—I think they Wiseman and them filibustered it and drug it out just so that the Democrats could take over the House. They made everybody believe that trump was in with the russians You're for the midterm election well that and and say but i you,
1: but you you figured it out you figured it out exactly what happened is they stopped in my book to clear not to please, the story of free Gates, and inside the investigate the Mueller investigation i reveal that they stopped asking about the russian collusion around mid-end of June 2018. And what happened?
0: June of later, June November of two, 2018,
1: yeah. midterm election, right?
0: They, so you you found out they stopped asking about June of 2018. They knew then. They knew then there was no collusion.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, now, I told the president uh, in, in one of our many private conversations, and he remembered, and it, it really bothered him. The only other person I spoke uh, about it, because I was writing the book and filming, was uh, my friend Kevin McCarty and Kevin is screaming uh-huh. Daphne that's why we lost the election that's why we lost the House exactly. I could have seen, instead of Nancy Pelosi there would be no impeachment
0: see that's that, I mean you and I that, that's exactly what I've told my listeners I said all along they knew and and if you want to know something that's an imposter, it's not Trump. It's, it's the, it's the House Democrats and Nancy Pelosi being the Speaker of the House. They are the imposters. They would have never got elected if the public didn't think that Russia and Trump were colluding. I mean, that's what everybody said had happened and and half, and half the country still believes it. And, and
1: Now, I want, I want to make it very sharp because you knew it. You're brilliant. And you see, I'm just proving you what you felt anyway. Yep, that's why our listeners know we've talked sense. about You have logic. I'll, I want to make it very sharp. We, you and I, and all, all your listeners, had to, uh-huh. sh- to spend our tax money in order to uh, to appoint Robert Mueller, whether we want it or not, uh, to find out if there was foreign interference in the 2016 election. By the way, if it was, I feel it's very severe. We should never allow that. And I'm sh- I know that Donald Trump feel as strong as I am about it. Now, he, what he did, he found out in the summer of 2018, three months before a very crucial midterm election, right, Mm -hmm. that there was no interference, or he could not charge for interference. So what did he do? He decided not to tell us, not to share us, which was our right to know. So when we went to vote on November 2018, I mean, all of us, I'm not talking only like uh, people who watch CNN or MSNBC or other. Also, people who watch Fox News, and you know by now my my connection to the Murdoch right. family, which is very close, even right. Fox News. I mean, some of the uh, some of the reporters were sure that, oh my God, who knows what Robert Mueller is yeah. going to re, uh, to uh, to pop, uh, to find out about the Russian pollution, The fact that he didn't uh, didn't even publish anything so far. Who knows how deep it is? So. You know, there were there were people who are not the Trump base. Uh, look, the Trump base wouldn't wouldn't believe it. The people who are, uh, you know, uh, progressive or core Democrats would go and, and vote against him anyway. But the people in the middle, were well, some of them, I'm sure you are, were affected by the by the oh exactly whole picture that oh my God, so much dirt and the wrongdoing is coming. Well, and so he, he th- didn't yeah. he didn't tell us. So why am I putting it so sharp that the person who was supposed to show, to find out if there was interference in the 2016 election, actually interfered in the 2018 election by not telling us why weren't we told.
0: So you're exactly right. They interfered in the 2018 election. And think about how many House races were within just hundreds of votes or a few thousand votes. And think about all these independents who were listening over and over. Uh, it, it's just, it's really... a tragedy what happened in the 2018 midterm elections and uh, of course these are same people i I mean we could rage all night these are same people that you know the press as much as they get on to donald trump they they help make trump because i think hillary clinton and her team they had to access hollywood tape they knew where it was they didn't bring it out in the primaries they wanted donald trump and they thought they were going to slam dunk get rid of him in october they waited the reason they waited for the second debate for the the ballots had been printed. They didn't come out of Access Hollywood tape until they knew the ballots had been printed. You could not get Trump's name off. They wanted Trump to be, you know, to resign, and then and there's no way Hillary would just waltz right into the election. And and
1: Access Hollywood. I want to tell you one thing. Okay, part of Hollywood. Um, my friend, uh, Lisa Gregoris and, uh, Teresa Kofinoz are the bosses of extra television. Okay. So just moved from NBC to, to Fox and, uh, Lisa Gregoris, Liz Murdoch and I are, are very close friends for so years. Okay. And she's the one who gave a chance to Billy Bush. And I'll tell you, you are throwing the money. You're frightening me, my friend. I I have to go to see you. you no, know, <laughs> you know about, you sense, you sense big scoops without even knowing how right you are. So. There was a guy who doesn't work anymore for NBC. I used to be the inter- an interviewer for Dateline NBC and my contact included also Access Hollywood. There was a guy called Rob Silverstein. I remember, I used to be a Democrat. I hosted Hillary Clinton at my home a couple of times in okay. New York. Uh, Donald Trump used to be a Democrat. You know, we all yeah. evolved. And, um, and I remember when I hosted Hillary Clinton at my home, I remember the president of NBC News at the time, and, Rock, and, the, and the vice president, and uh, and Rob Silverstein, the, the then uh, executive producer of Excess Hollywood, were so proud of me. Oh, my God, Hillary. Oh, and Daphne is a friend of Hillary. It was, like, it was known like whatever. I was also a friend of Trump. There was no competition at the time, right? Uh-huh. right. So uh, basically, uh, you are very right. Poor Billy Bush didn't. Uh, there was no, no secret that they were taped. As uh, they didn't know they were taping, and in television, you know, when you're on a set, I always saw what happened yesterday. with a hot mic with the
0: yeah. prime minister
1: of Canada. You know, Trudeau. When you're on a television, you have to know if uh, you, uh, you should always be very careful. You never know if the if the microphone is on. They wouldn't tell you. So they didn't tell Billy Bush and Donald Trump that they were taped. So it's not fair for either of them because they thought they're just, you know, uh, doing as you say, like a lack of lack conversation Jowen, you, you could yeah. say it's not proper uh, uh, you know the, the donald the trump already apologized but i mean it wasn't fair for either of them and and nbc and excess hollywood knew how to stay. it wasn't it wasn't a big secret it wasn't that suddenly somebody went to the archive of excess hollywood and say oh my god look what i found they knew about it They bush you know, I was talking about it. I mean, he never wanted it to go out because he lost his career until my friend Lisa Gregorich gave him a chance a couple of months ago to become the host of Extra, right? So he well, I'm glad they are. Right. But,
0: but uh, Daphne, I'm so glad that because I've told my listeners over and over because I don't hear anywhere else, but I said, I know. I mean, you know. They had to know the Access Hollywood Tape existed. And if they really wanted to... Bring something out, they should have brought it out during the primaries, but not they did
1: not the last moment. And yeah, can you tell me? And trust me, I know NBC, I have lots of friends there. I mean, you know, they preempted uh specials for me on ABC 2020 with the Michael Jackson, Eric Clapton. You know, right, I mean, right now my relationship is CBS uh, because uh, Susan Zerensky is the president of CBS News, and I are close friends for for years, but I mean. What what was done there? I mean, if you have news, Access Hollywood tape was newsworthy. There is no doubt about it. But they newsworthy. You go and publish it and air it. And when the, uh, when you find out about it, when you suddenly found the scope, you don't sit on a scope uh, until the last moment and try to influence election. This is not reporting the news. This is making the news. Influencing. The news. And that yes. was not. And Rob Silverstein, as I said. He's not any longer um, the executive producer of Access Hollywood, uh, but at the time he did it for a reason because he did support Hillary Clinton as other than NBC, and he did it behind Billy Bush's, uh, you know, back. I mean, he heard yeah. it more than Donald Trump. He hurt, heard it, you know, uh, Billy Bush you
0: know, the two families, the Trump and the Bush family. Yeah, but the whole thing is he wanted to inf- they, somebody wanted to influence the election for Hillary Clinton and, and and you can't tell me that Hillary Clinton and the Clinton campaign team didn't know what what was out there and and, and they planned it because they it came out the very week that the ballots were printed for the you know mm-hmm. overseas ballot the ballots could not be reprinted and they waited to that exact time to to put it out there and they thought they'd have trump you know they thought they'd have trump resigning and the democrat i mean the republican remember, party would Ryan be closed
1: and everybody told him it's over
0: yeah it's oh yeah fine. everybody said yeah. it's over
1: the only one i have to credit again second time i have to text message me that uh, the text message him to listen to your show is steve bannon because steve just used this gut feeling he said no it's not over i think you're going to win
0: yeah i mean and thank goodness he helped uh trump and everybody get through that i, I know my children I, I had my children we went to kentucky we'd have noah's ark up there we went to and and i I had a big trump sign with me i said we're going to get nearby here and we're going drive to drive to ohio because an important state and we're going to wave that trump sign and then the access hollywood came out and and they had a second debate and my children yep. asked me what what are we going to do dad I said, we're going to hold up the Trump sign because we have no choice. America needs Donald Trump. We don't need Hillary Clinton. And we went out and my family, my children, we went out and held up that Trump sign the next day and, you know, and and on the river, (laughs) go between Kentucky and Ohio and and for all that traffic to see. And and I was proud because I knew we, we had to get Donald Trump elected. Uh, hey, this has been a great interview. I, I've been a lot longer. Than oh, I, I, planned I, I love on. you.
1: I mean, you're you're frightening. I mean, things that I know, and it's really rare access and rare knowledge is mine. You knew too. Like you have like a sixth sense or a premonition or just uh, or you're just brilliant. You put now, one well, in one, I, I, and I unlike others, you understand it's two and not three.
0: Well, I appreciate so much. I I can't wait to read your book. I'm tell my listeners all
1: your all your listeners. It's a really great book for the holidays. It's not a cheerleading. Trump is my friend, but it's not a cheerleader. It's inside Trump and Melania, inside his orbit. Lots of funny stories, emotional. Also, bad moments. He's all his fiascos and how brilliant he is to go from one fiasco to another. Uh, other candidates wouldn't survive even half a fiasco. And he's so brilliant that he basically be show from inside through Rick Gates' eyes because he was next to him. How they how Donald Trump created? I mean, you remember there's the fat beauty queen, the Mexican judge. How he created himself the next West fiasco, the, the worst, the even worse fiasco. So people stopped talking about the latest fiasco because they're already engaged with with the next
0: one. Next one. Yeah. It's mean, so brilliant. <laughs> well, uh, Daphne. Barack, thank you so much. Uh, uh, and we'll have to, we'll just definitely have to get you on the show or get your husband when, when his book comes out. And uh, wow, this is great information. So thank you so much. Absolutely.
1: For Please enjoy. And I would love all, all your listeners also to, to send you and I, uh, um, you know, comments of the book. I'm getting comments like riveting, can get it. Uh, can, you know, I, I read it the whole night, couldn't really uh, put it aside. So that's really the best compliment anybody can. And he also can get like anybody would tell you, I'm addicted to your show because I, you know, I can't miss it. So that's the same thing. So the book is to clear, not to plea, uh, the story of Free Gates and the mole Investigation.
0: We, we have listeners all over the country. Glad we, we do it. But, uh, my show, we, we, uh, originate from Tupelo, Mississippi. Hey, this is John Grisham country. This is where John Grisham started writing his novels. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I met him before he ever wrote his first book. So, uh, so, and uh, your your, wow. your story sounds cool. just as cool. interesting as a John Grisham novel, except for yours I'm is real. Honored,
1: I'm honored even to be mentioned within him. Uh, at the same sentence. Really, it's a big it's a big honor.
0: And Daphne Barak, thank you so much for what a great interview, giving our listeners the first insights on some things that nobody else in the country even knows about. But tell them to go listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics now. Let me wish you a Merry Christmas. It's that time of year and Happy Hanukkah. And listen, it's a festive occasion. Even when they're trying to impeach the President of the United States, he has confidence. Why does he have confidence? Because of people like you and me across this country who knows that what the Democrats have done, what these Trump haters have done, is diminished the U.S. Constitution. And I'll tell you now the best way to reinforce and strengthen the U.S. Constitution is to give them the old General Sherman uh, route. You know, what he did in the South. They said they destroyed railroad tracks and demolished homes, burned down things to leave a a wrath of destruction throughout the South, so that they, he said, the South would be a hundred years would ever think about trying to secede again, and um and it worked. And what we got to do is go out and fight every Democrat, every district that's up for grabs. That the United States House of Representatives needs to be depleted of Democrats. And I know you can't get them all, but I'm telling you, we have to let the Democrats know that what they did to diminish the Constitution and make such a low threshold to try to impeach the president should never be attempted by either party again in the future. They have to have a lesson. It's time now. Hey, maybe you hadn't thought about running for office. You need to now maybe. Look and see. Every Democrat needs to be challenged in the most severe ways we can in a, in politics because they need to know this was political suicide and if they vote to impeach the President of the United States, they must pay a price so this won't happen by either party in the future to have such a low threshold of impeachment. So this is Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on (laughs) webtalkradio.net. Wow, this was a great show. It's going to get even more exciting next week. we we got Christmas Eve when we come out for a new show. Can't wait for that. And we'll see what's going on in the world of politics right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thank you, Daphne Barack. Go out and buy her book, To Plea or Not to Plea. And we'll talk to you next week.